You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome back to... uh Another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Dice Man. Uh, this one is a day a little bit later than usual. Uh, I know I didn't put not, uh, usually put out Sunday night, but I didn't. So, it's my bad. It happens sometimes. But yesterday, I just like, bleh. Didn't feel like doing much of nothing. So I didn't. Uh, guess my pay will just have to get docked on it, all right? Considering I don't get paid for doing this. So anyway, we'll call this one story time. We, uh, I don't have no guest or anything, and so figured we'd just tell a few little stories. Uh, I got some just from today, so... Let's get this shit started. Uh, I did get into a uh, very little short uh, pursuit today around 10.30ish. I had uh, just left the courthouse from turning in some overtime sheets and uh, got approved to go to an upcoming class in August that I want to go to. Well, two-day class uh, on uh, mental, dealing with mental illness and some de-escalation techniques. I left and I was just driving. I was in my unit. There's a heat advisory out today. So it, was, it was like 95 degrees. It felt like it was 100 plus. Anyway, I was in my unit. And uh, the road I was on is on um, 30 miles an hour in this area. This, this white car comes on me and just sucks the paint off of me. Well, so I get on up behind them. So we go from the 30 to 45, which at this point, at the 45, he is up to 80 miles an hour. I'm like, okay, he's, he's kind of not, not maintaining his lane very well at all. So I'm like fuck you know dude's you know doing close to 40 miles an hour speed limit not maintaining this lane so anyway i light him up i activate my my lights on my unit well he had no reaction to it so i activated my siren also so i'm right behind this guy lights and sirens and uh he is he didn't slow down one bit he actually sped up 
So I'll be, I get close enough, closer behind him. Call his plate in to dispatch, advise him what I have going on at this moment, moment to give him my direction and everything. We were at, we got at this point, as I'm calling the dispatch, dispatch, we are at 93 and a 60. Or 65, I'm sorry, 93 and 65. We end up, we actually got up to speeds up to 103. It was very, very, very light. There was no traffic around us at all. So, calling in, got direction. Had had several units coming at this point. Coming to a railroad crossing, he slows down. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to slow down a little bit just because the crossing's bumpy and take back off. Well, he slows down and he pulls over on this uh, bridge area. Of course, I'm calling in, telling, you know, dispatch, you know, we're pulling over here. Guy gets out of his vehicle. Of course, I exited my vehicle. Uh, you know, just full-on felony stop at this point. I don't know what's going on. So I exit, keeping my distance, using my door is a barrier he started approaching I pointed my weapon at him started giving him verbal commands and he pretty much he turned around he kept trying to talk turn around I you know told my you know turn around keep your hands where I can see him you know the regular felony stop stuff that you basically see on TV and everything else. about this time another a uniform guy showed up he had him at gunpoint also, we get him in a position that we wanted him in, and uh, I kept cover. Uniform guy goes up, cuffs him, searches him. Uh, we advise dispatch with code four at this time. One detained, uh, Edgar Allen Popo showed up. It was his shift. He was there, and uh, the coroner who monitors our radio and has radio stuff he he ended up actually stopping too for me i appreciate it never gonna have too much backup and uh anyway i'll go up to the guy this uh uniform guy had searched him i researched i searched him again twice and i said dude what the hell are you doing why didn't why wouldn't you stop i mean lights and sirens behind you i never saw you what well, he wasn't running because his vehicle was 100% legal. Plates, insurance, motor vehicle inspection sticker, even a real one. Because fake motor vehicle inspection stickers, they're pretty rampant out in the area I work. He was a, he was a real inspector. I mean, his, his vehicle was 100% legit. His driver's license, valid. No drugs whatsoever in the car. Well, Edgar Allan Popo advised me that, you know, he's a basically a local dummy that they had just finished dealing with not too long ago. That up until recently, this uh, guy, yes, he just made 30. So this kid, basically, he's never, never been in any trouble. He's got, I think, one charge, excuse me, recently on him. And that's it. Might be a little 103M. I think he might be going through some kind of mental thing. 103M, if you ever hear cops say it in our area, means uh, they had some mental patient. But he did have his shirt on 
backwards inside out. For all you old school people like me, I was thinking this motherfucker thinks he's crisscross. That's an old rap group. Uh, was made up of two young young guys. I'm talking, you know, juveniles, and they used to wear all their clothes backwards. They called themselves crisscross. Anyway, he said he was in a hurry to get to this school because uh, they called because his daughter was sick or something. I don't know. So I advised him best not an uh, excuse to drive like an idiot. But for some reason, I mean, I just I just got that gut feeling. The guy was actually telling me the truth. He was probably driving a lot of people. Too many people do not know that the mirrors on the side of your car and on your windshield are to look to see what's beside you and behind you, not to look in the mirror at yourself. It's not what they're made for. He might have had his radio up because when, I mean, as soon as we, he slowed down and drove chase, I mean, he's he pulled over. And, I mean, and he was everything was legal and he had no drugs, no warrants or nothing. So there was absolutely no reason for this guy to be running from me. So I went with my gut. I've been doing this long enough. I went with the gut. Didn't arrest the guy, which we could have. Could arrested him for uh, resisting by flight and reckless operation. I mean, he was doing way up like the 103 and a 65. So I ended up, I just wrote him the ticket for the speeding violation. Told him to pay more attention and let him go. So I did. Uh, so that that happened today. 1030. And, uh, so that was fun, right? I told Todd this morning it was going to be one of them fucking days because I had 645 this morning. I was, I was in jurisdiction. I always try to get a little, a little early. I mean, I had a motherfucker, he was driving, you know, kind of pretty stupid in my standard next thing I know he turns his blinker on and just cuts me the fuck off like I had to hit my brakes so I pulled this dumb ass over and he's like well I turned my blinker on well I'm sorry yeah you did but just because you turn your blinker on don't give you the fucking right to just change lanes indiscriminately like that and almost cause a wreck I cheated about it, gave him a fucking warning it's fucking 6.45 in the morning. It's already 80 degrees outside at, at, at 7 o'clock, let's say. And this motherfucker had a hoodie on. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, he said he was late for something very important. And everybody's always late for something very important in their life. I told him the next time I got him, next time I caught him, he wasn't going to be in his favor this time. So he might want to pay attention to what the fuck he's doing. Stop to get some coffee with Todd. And I told him, I said, it's going to be one of them fucking days. I'm telling you, it's just going to be one of them days. Guess what? Got in a fucking car chase. Happened to be just that. Now, uh, last week, I pulled this lady, these two ladies over from Texas. I don't remember how fast they were going. It was at least 11 over, right? I think today that day I was actually doing about 15. But anyway, pulled them over. 
on the interstate. They are eastbound, coming from Texas, going east into, you know, towards Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, all this stuff like that. When I pull them over, I come back with their, to give them a ticket and have, have a little conversation. Of course, I had told them, there was a, a girl driving in her 20s and other lady. Well, I said, I said, you shouldn't be driving like that. I mean, she was going pretty fast, I think. I said, you shouldn't be going that fast with your sister in the car. Which just tickled the lady that was with her, which I'm, I think it was her mama. She she just loved it. Short conversation. They, uh, I told them to be careful on their trip. But it came out they they had left Texas. They were heading to Alabama. For, wait for it, for what? We're going on vacation. No. Were they moving? No. They were going to Alabama. I was told because the driver, and I'm assuming the passenger said she was too, but the, to get her hair washed and cut or did, however you want to call it. I said, what? I said, you're driving from Texas to Alabama to get your hair washed and cut. I said, I, must. I, said, I said, honey, I said, I got hot water and some head and shoulders at my house. You got you driving all the way. <laughs> I said, I said, I hope to God that she uh, gives the best freaking scalp massage you ever got in your life. But anyway, I, I, I joked with them a little bit. Two, two nice, very nice ladies. But yes, driving from Texas to Alabama. That's, you know, you got to go through Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and then to Alabama. That is a long fucking way. To get your hair washed and cut a long way. There's no, there's, there's no freaking way. But these two ladies were doing it. They were going that far. So I hope they, I don't doubt they listened to me, but I hope they got the hair, the hair did, and it was good. So that was a, that was a first one for me. I never, uh, had people driving, you know, three states, three or four states over just to, for a hairdo. Have any of y'all had that? Oh, I don't want to forget. Like I said, I don't have anything written down. You know, I do this shit off the cuff. I always say, you know, if you're, uh, if you listen, uh, I don't like to say I have fans because. I don't think I have fans. I have, uh, I guess, family members, uh, club members. How's that? My club members from the clubhouse, my studio, my club member. That's what yeah, I just club member. So anyway, got a club member. Not saying no name. He is out of California. Anyway, he, he did email me a couple stories, and I'm going to read this one. Y'all know, anybody that's been listening to me a long time, all know that I'm always fucking with Freebird about not having no naked stories. Y'all wondering, I talked to Freebird anywhere from three times a week minimum to more. 
If I'm not tough, I don't talk to him. I text him. I'm constantly checking up on him. He'll eventually be back on. He's doing as well as can be expected from the circumstances and situation we all know that happened to Mrs. Freebird, which, you know, still breaks my heart when I think about it. Way too young, way too young. And that they were they were best friends, so he's probably doing better than like I said a lot of people would, but you know, it's hard and you know, I understand. You know, he he'll be back. We we talk about it and stuff like that. It's just it's still it hadn't been that long, it's still new and uh like I said, y'all y'all keep free bird y'all's thoughts about about stuff like that. But he he's gonna be back. Anyway, this story was then basically because we always talk about it and Freebird never had one. Anyway, I'm gonna read the read the story as best I can. My such articulate voice. I don't know, maybe we can do some little background music on it. How's that? Let's see what we're gonna pick. I don't know how long the background music on all of them are, so let's just pick one and if it's not that long we'll add some more to it. How's that? Anyway, it says, Hey Ice Man. Every time I listen to the podcast it brings back memories. Specific to an episode topic. Here's a naked incident that is kind of sad at the end. I was working at Pebble Beach. I've never been to Pebble Beach. I think that's pretty fucking cool. For their first ever food and wine festival. It was April and it was cold, so he wanted to be prepared. He had an undershirt, uniform shirt, and a sweater and a few uniform jacket on and was barely keeping him warm. His original post there, he was guarding a tent they had with all the wine storage, several thousand dollars worth of wine. I'm sure it was probably a shit ton of wine, Pebble Beach. But on one of the days I was in the tent, which they didn't care what we did as long as nothing happened to the wine. So I decided, so I had a perfect setup. I had a table, a chair, and had found a spot where I couldn't feel the cold wind that much. Plus, I had a power strip, which I was told to use to power up anything we had. So, I took a portable DVD TV player, which only picked up three local channels, but had plenty of DVDs to get me through the night. They would rather us be able to see TV and movies and be awake than to sit bored and fall asleep. Yeah. But did they let you sample any of that high dollar? wine I doubt it because that would probably make you go to sleep after about 45 minutes the security director drove up and told me he was moving me for a few hours as a reward for being there since the first day of setup and for nothing going missing in my tent which I was there going to empty tent the first night don't say that <laughs> after a co-worker got there he was driven over to the other side of Pebble Beach and was put outside a tent where the VIP party was going to happen in a few minutes. Uh, he's getting ready to hang out with the high polluting, high dollar people. You know, them rich people. Them rich, rich people, huh? So, said nothing. Nothing really happened for a few hours. I was mostly there just to be a glorified babysitter, making sure no one went into the golf course. 
right next to me there was a bench and people would go there to get fresh air or to get a smoke break. One time a girl in her mid-twenties went to get fresh air but ended up tripping on the gravel and falling down. She had one of those spaghetti string dresses that tied the strings tied in the back. Well, the dress not only fell off, but one of the strings broke. And she had nothing on underneath. She got up and stood there naked. It was so intoxicated that she had no clue what was going on. Immediately, a guy tried to take her over to the golf course area, which after a few feet, it was pitch black and you needed a flashlight to be able to see where you were walking. I assumed every negative scenario, so I stopped them from leaving. I called one of the female bartenders, told her what happened. She took a beach towel and covered her up and called the two sheriff deputies working overtime security detail over to her. I then told one of them what happened. While the other deputy was talking, running the guy through dispatch, the guy got escorted off the property. After he came back clean, the girl turned out she had a room at the hotel there so she was taken to her room to sober up so obviously he wasn't with her that he was going to take her to the golf course and not back to her room so he didn't know her sound like you might have saved that girl a very bad experience several several of the hotel employees and bartenders were surprised of how i handled the situation he ended up getting free non-alcoholic drinks the rest of the night plus got free dinner when I left to go back to his wine tent, protest gave him a bag full of snacks and drinks as the VIP party was over at midnight. And I was told at the wine tent until 0700. The situation was funny at first. While she had almost a dress and she was so intoxicated, it didn't register to her what was naked. But, or was she good looking? But it was sad as well on how the first thing the guy thought about was to take advantage of the situation. That's why I tie some dirtbag motherfuckers off. Gonna take advantage of a, a drunk girl. Can only assume what would happen if you hadn't. Yeah, you're right. Good thing you were there. Good thing you were there. You did a good job. Good job. And she was naked. And free bird hadn't got to see it. That is a drunk naked email I got from a club member, and I appreciate it greatly. Got two more from them. We will save for a, another story time night. We're going to move right on along. Let's say this one. Uh, last week, also, I pulled this guy over, and I pulled him over. Texas tags heading back towards Texas and he uh, I come back with his, uh, my gizmo to issue him his citation and he st- starts in on me well I wasn't sure it was me or is it this car or that car and I'm using, I said sorry I was using LIDAR it's 100% you the same fucking spiel I always say so I explained to him as usual you know by signing this, it is not admission of guilt. All the states is either you're going to pay the citation or show up in court on the specified court date that's on the citation. The copy I will give to you. He's sitting there. He's looking at it. Well, I would like to be able to read 
the conditions of this ticket before I sign it. I said, sir, it is digital. I cannot print it out until after you sign it. He's just sitting there looking at it. He said, well, I, I, I said, sir, you have two options. And these are the only two options you have at this point. Either you can sign the citation and either pay it, which is admitting guilt, or you can come to court on a specified court date, plead not guilty to the charge of speeding, and then you can come back for another court date and they'll subpoena me and we can both, you can have your time in front of the judge. Or, number two, you refuse to sign the ticket. I placed you under arrest. I transport you to our local jail facility. I have your vehicle towed. You will bond out of jail on the charge of the speeding I'm going to charge you with. Same thing here. You have to get a bail bondsman or something to bond you out of jail. Then you will be issued a court date where you're going to have to come and appear in front of the judge. There will be no other option at that point. Plus, you're going to have to get your car out of impound, which is after hours. That's going to cost more. But it's all up to you. Do you want option A? Or do you want option B? Because there is no C. Well, Mr. Texas man chose option A. Good, That was his, probably a smart move to do. Come on, people. It's a fucking ticket. It's not like I got you signing a fucking affidavit admitting that you raped four Oompa Loompas and, and murdered them afterwards. Come on. It's a fucking speeding ticket. Plead guilty or not guilty. I mean, I don't care. Either way, what you do. It's a speeding ticket. You did not murder somebody. Stop being dickheads. I mean, just being a fucking dick over a damn thing. I understand people get pissed off about it and shit because it's getting in the pocketbook. But you know what? I had a guy the other day, uh, Saturday, got all pissed. Kind of started to get pissy with me. When I, when I pulled him over and I guess they didn't have tinted windows and he was throwing, he started to throw a little hissy inside the car. I could see him. So I'm like, here I go. One of them. I get up there. And at first, he, he kind of had a little attitude at first and he made a little smart ass comment. And I looked at him. I said, I don't know why you're mad at me. You're the one that had the foot on the accelerator pedal. So if you want to be mad at somebody, maybe you ought to be mad at yourself, sir. Got his license, came back. When I came back, his attitude had gotten better. I guess maybe he put himself in timeout or realized that the ice man was right. I'm not the one that made him speed. I'm the one that caught him doing it. But if you want to speed, it's just like gambling. Take the chance, roll the dice. Probably 99% of the time, you're going to get away with it. But that 1% that I, and the time I do catch you, take your lick. Don't be a bitch about it. Take your lick. Pay your ticket. Or don't pay it. Get a warrant. Come to court, fight it. <laughs> don't care. Don't care. I'm going to come to court. We can do all that fun shit. Okay, I'm not going to keep this one super long since we're just telling stories. I don't know how much many stories y'all want me to tell. I don't want to bore y'all. Oh, while I'm thinking about it, I 
did get a new review on Apple. I'm going to pull it up. Let the people, whoever did it, I don't know who did it, but they listen. And I appreciate it tremendously. I like reading reviews. Let's know people, you know, kind of appreciate it a little bit and people enjoy what you're talking about. And I'm just an old, stupid, redneck country boy. So I think it's kind of neat. Anyway, the latest review is from someone. Uh, it's NA100775. Uh, I think it came through last Monday. It says awesome five stars review. Thank you very much, NA100775. Anyway, they wrote, oh, crap, I can't lose it. Absolutely love the show. The frank language, the story, sometimes heartbreaking, sometimes funny, as all get out. Really appreciate the end of watch EOW announcements as well, even though it makes me ball my eyes out. Keep it up and thank you for your service. Thank you, NA. Appreciate your review. Don't mean to make you cry, but uh, God, I'm going to keep putting their names out there because nobody really, nobody, I mean, they got uh, another podcast that he, he's got a long for lady. He does an end of watch type thing and I just do mine once a month, and I'm going to keep doing it because I want everybody to hear these men and women that gave their lives and sacrificed for other people. Let everybody hear them that wants to listen to me. I do want to thank all the listeners, all the club members, for all y'all support and listening. And like I said, uh, tell your friends or you know, spread it. Get people the more listeners we get the bigger our bigger we'll get you know like i said i'm not trying to make no money on this at all but i'd, I'd like to get bigger i'd like to get it out there more maybe get a uh, some more guests and stuff on i'm i'll be honest with y'all i mean it's hard sometimes getting guests i mean that's probably one of the hardest parts about it is, is getting guests you know so get get it out there, spread it, spread the word, get people to listen. Or if you know some people that want to be guests, they get them in touch with me. All right, one more story on this one. On this one, I got something else to talk about, and then we'll let y'all go. We'll be back Wednesday. I think Doc's going to be here. Supposed to be here. As far as I know, he's going to be here anyway. He hadn't said anything different. Anyway, this uh, was from a couple months ago. I pulled the guy over for doing 83 and a 60. Just put 23 over. That, that's a good one. Of course, here comes the excuses. Oh, man, I, I just buried my stepmom. I said, today? No, no, he didn't bury her today. But he, it was recently. He said, no, it wasn't that, but it was recently. Okay, well, sorry for your loss, but do you have another excuse? I mean... I mean, she could have been buried, you know, two weeks ago. Don't give what? (laughs) Okay. Uh, So that was not a very good reason. Then he hands me a temporary driver's license. Louisiana on the uh, 
on the gizmo, I can print out a temp license, but on the handwritten citations on the bottom of it, there's a little rip-off part. It's a temporary license. I can fill out and sign it, put the purchase information on it if I'm keeping their driver's license, which is instance called a temporary license. Some places still take the people's license and lose, like in, for like a bond to pay the ticket or show up in court to get their license back. Uh, most departments have gone away from that, but I guess there's a few of them that still do. Anyway, this guy hands me this temporary license because uh, another cop had taken his license for uh, another driving offense, which must have been pretty bad if he got his license yanked from him. And he had no MVI, motor vehicle inspection sticker, which I've said what those were before. I'm not going to keep explaining stuff because bore people. Anyway, I give the guy a break for the MVI. Didn't write him for it. And, uh, when I came back, I looked, I just reached for the speeding, the 83 and the 60. And uh, I'm not going to reach for the MVI, expired MVI. And he looks at me and says, why didn't I pull over the other car? I said, I clocked you when you jumped out into the right lane to pass the other car. I said, but if you want to argue, you can take this to court, sir. I said, because you're going to lose this 100% of the time on the side of the road. And I can always add this other violation to it if you'd like, since I'm being nice and only charge you with one thing instead of two things. But you won't question me about it? Really? Anyway, he shut the fuck up. He took his one ticket. He's just, come on, people. Are you that? Are you that fucking just stupid? The cop's giving you a break. And you can argue. Why you pull him over? He was motherfucker because you were jumped out of the lane and was passing him. If I'm fishing and I got a big fucking fish over here that weighs 10 pounds and they got a little fucking fish over here that weighs 5 pounds, which fucking fish are you going to try to catch? The 5 pound fish or the 10 pound fish? Me personally, I'm going to try to catch 10 pound fish. Most people are going to do that. Shut up and stop being a crybaby. Take your fucking ticket. You just got a break. Uh, and I am enjoying my mm, so delicious salted watermelon whiskey from Old Smoky. I need to go talk to the people at the store, see if they can order me that root beer. The root beer whiskey that old Smokey makes. I'd like to get that and play with it a little bit and find out what's the best way to mix it. Would it be good to root beer whiskey with cream soda? Maybe it tastes that would taste kind of like a root beer float. Or should you take the root beer whiskey and put it with maybe some Barks root beer with a shot of vanilla in it? How would that taste? I don't know. I got to get some and start mixing it different ways to see how it tastes. So, y'all wish me luck on that shit. Cause, but I got to get my hands on the root beer whiskey. I need to get, I need it. I need it. So anyway, today, pulled over a car. Was not going super fast at all. I think it was like 73. Uh, I was being, oh, I was just being, 
I was just pulling people over there. It was, I wasn't getting high rollers that much, so I, mean, I was doing my 11 over thing. This car was doing 73. It's a minivan. Let's see what kind of music we can put with this one here. Let's see. All right, here we go. Anyway, pulled this minivan over. We had Washington. Some call me a sinner. I don't know if we're going to use that music. It's got words with it. Anyway, this one uh, is a minivan with uh, Washington State plates on it. First thing I'm thinking, I'm taking when I pull down starting plates, I'm like, great. Got me some Yankees from away up north. Well, it it wasn't. It was a rental vehicle. There's uh, two ladies in it. The lady driving. They come from Florida. They uh, in fact they sell Mardi Gras supplies. They've been driving around. Right. She was in her 60s. And uh, I said, why ain't you retired? Or her partner says it's, she likes to work too much. I said, what about your husband? She's like, oh, she made his ass go back to work too. And he's 74 years old. It's like, yeah, she's a fucking slave driver. I said, what does he do? He's a construction. I said, in construction, you making this man work outside? She said, no, he works in the office. Anyway, they're both working. She got her partner, which I just realized. I don't think the partner's name's on this card she gave me. So you'll have to email me. Give me your partner's name. Because I thought both of y'all's names was on the card. Anyway, they sell the name of their business. It's called the Mardi Gras Collection. Her name's Katie Graham. And they had all kind of stuff in there. Mardi Gras clothes. So her passenger, you know, she had these um, Mardi Gras, like it's like legging things on or something. She tried to give them to me. I think. I said, I keep your pants on. Can't be taking it. No, I'm joking. She didn't do that. <laughs> I told her I was going to say that, though. Anyway, two great nice ladies that sell Mardi Gras. Their, their, their business is called the Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Oh, I'm getting tongue tied. Mardi Gras Collection. And that great was Katie Graham. Uh, if y'all would like to order some Mardi Gras stuff. I don't know what all kind of Mardi Gras. I know they sell some clothing items. I assume they sell beads. I don't know. Beads and stuff. I mean, so, anyway, I will put their, uh, I don't, the other lady's name in her car. Anyway, get in touch with Katie Graham. And uh, I'm going to put her phone number and in their email address in the show notes. So, if y'all want to, order some Mardi Gras stuff and her partner 
her partner. I found out. Yeah. Her partner, man. She's a single lady. She's single and ready to mangle. They said they were going to stay at a hotel tonight before. I think they were heading in in Texas. Told her to make sure that she didn't end up in the uh, hotel bar too much. Being a partier. She tried to say she wasn't a partier. I don't believe her. So if you're looking for a single lady, Miss Katie Graham's partner in crime, what's her name in on this card? Email me. And uh, we'll get her name out there. We're gonna find this. We're gonna get her a date. We'll find her a date. We want to go on a date with the Mardi Gras lady. You know what they say? What you do is get them big expensive beads. What them ladies do for them beads, right? Anyway, super nice ladies. I ended up. I I, I was unice manned on them. I gave them a break. Uh, Miss Graham did say she did listen to podcasts and got her subscribed right there on side of the road. Hope she enjoys it and gives me a five-star review. Five stars and writes me a review. So, it was, it was fun. I hope they enjoyed listening to this episode. The Mardi Gras Collections. Colin, they may even, you know, when they're way home, they just stop by. Get you to order some stuff. Mardi Gras clothes, beads. I wonder. I don't know if they sell them them Mardi Gras phones. I mean, does anybody really wear those? I don't, I don't think so. Anyway, y'all check them out. Like I said, I'm gonna put their stuff in the the. I put their uh, their phone numbers and uh, email address and stuff in the show notes. All right. Well, it's Monday. Like I said, I was day late putting it out. I'm a whole bunch of dollars short. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I hope everybody's having a good week. hope everybody had a great, good weekend. Uh, Bam is working on my motor cop cup. And then I will, when we do a live show, I'll be able to, I'll be able to put it up. If I, you know, in epoxy cups or anything like that, though, y'all can go check out perfectly dysfunctional designs on Facebook. She posts all her pictures of all her cups and stuff she does. Make she made a cool Jack Daniels cup recently. It, I mean, it sold quick at the store too. Y'all go check that shit out. I mean, you order it from her. I mean, she'll ship it out. Uh, she'll gladly make you some cups. Very soon we'll have some motor cop stuff. Hopefully, yeah, I'll come back Wednesday. I already got a couple of fucking awesome stories, new shit we're gonna talk about. And uh, I already sent one to Doc earlier and said, we talking about this shit. And uh, usually I don't send them to him today, too. I already sent him this story. And, I said, and he's like, oh, yes, we are. So remember, you can get in touch with me at uh, MotorCopChronicles at gmail.com or on Facebook at MotorCopChronicles Podcast. Uh, on Twitter at MotorC not real active on Twitter. Uh, I do have a Rumble account. Y'all check it out. Put some videos up on it and stuff like that. Go check the Rumble account out. Easiest way to get in touch with me right now is email or on Facebook. Oh, 
go like and subscribe on uh YouTube. Go like my YouTube channel and uh you know you know if you're not a Facebook person, go to YouTube and go to the Motor Cop Chronicle Podcast uh YouTube channel and subscribe and hit the little bell thingy. When I do live shows, do live shows every Wednesday. Sometimes on Sundays when I do a live show it'll notify you that we we're going live. You can get on there and comment, watch or whatever. Uh, it's always a good time. We've got people that come on there and like to interact and stuff like that. So anyway, hopefully uh, some of y'all come back Wednesday for the live feed. And like I said, we go live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Motor Cop Podcast on Twitch also. Uh, if you listen, like I said, go to, if you're on Apple, go give me a five-star review. Write a good, you know, write me a review. Helps with the algorithm. The more reviews and stuff you get, the higher it puts you up in the search engine, more people can find you. And I appreciate it. And until Wednesday, remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This 